G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Right around Australia, every state and territory, you are on Vision Christian Radio. Billy Graham said, I have one message, that Jesus Christ came. He died on a cross. He rose again. And he asked us to repent of our sins and receive him by faith as Lord and Saviour. And if we do, we have forgiveness of all of our sins. Uh, we are celebrating the life, honouring the life of Billy Graham. He died overnight in the United States. One of those who knew Billy Graham and was leading the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia for over a decade was Lee Brown. Lee is joining us. Hello, Lee. Welcome along. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Lee, and thank you so much for making some time to share your thoughts and uh, your memories with us, because uh, you your memories go right back to 1959. They do, when I was very, very young, I might add. But um, I remember when Dr. Graham came, uh, certainly to Sydney in the showground as a teenager, absolutely amazed at the crowds to start with, and also so um, amazed at the clarity with which he spoke and his sort of using the Bible the way he did to sort of make his point rather than making his own opinion. And then the other thing was just the response. Night after night after night, thousands of people who responded to the call on their lives of coming to know Jesus as Saviour. And of course, many of the current denominational leaders in in uh, sydney now and probably australia were converted to christ during those days lee you didn't go forward for salvation on that night did you or what was were you there because uh, you'd been invited to the crusade what was your reason for being there actually i was a counselor and um so i, I was there observing what was going on and speaking to people and uh but I guess my conviction uh, to follow Christ more effectively certainly was influenced in those days, Neil. And you went on then to become uh, the director of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and held that role for about a decade. I did. I spent many years in the computer industry, but and I was uh, still am a director of Ambassadors for Christ that started here in Australia in 1949. And um, so when I was approached, I guess in around 2003, would I mind uh, heading up Samaritan's Purse and the Billy Graham Association? And I guess your lit listeners probably realise that Franklin Graham, one of Billy's sons, uh, has been the executive director of Samaritan's Purse and, and now is the executive director of the Billy Graham Association as well. So when when you took that role on, Neil, you ended up with two jobs for the price of one. <laughs> yes, I can imagine. And um, But look, it was, I'd have to say, it was the most exciting and satisfying time, certainly, of, of my life in the, in the business world. And it, it um, you know, compared to being in the computer industry, it was just so satisfying. Lee, and um, then in, in 2008... 
I happened to be in Charlotte, and it was Billy Graham's 90th birthday. Well, I wanted to ask you about that, because that would have been quite a privilege. And I know that of recent years, he hasn't been able to be public and uh, losing his eyesight and uh, deteriorating quite significantly in his older years. But you did have the privilege of going along to his 90th birthday, and uh, he was quite lucid, and you had a wonderful conversation with him. Yeah, he was. And um, it actually coincided with the opening of the Billy Graham Library in Charlotte. And, you know, just the respect that Dr. Graham had from people, there were three past presidents there. It, it was just like an unreal situation to be there. So at the, at the uh, birthday party for Dr. Graham, he came up and he said to me, Lee, can you tell me what the spiritual climate in Sydney is like now? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what, a, what an insightful, caring question that was. And um, it just showed, again, the man's absolute focus and conviction on why he was here on this planet. And that was to share the good news of Jesus and his death and burial and resurrection. And so we had an interesting chat and got some nice photos. And um, as you say, he... I mean, he was, he's been pretty ill ever since those days, but, um, and now he's with the Lord. And when you have this sort of conversation, and uh, I'll just ask you for a quick response, uh, what did you tell him about the spiritual climate of Sydney, and, uh, and any more detail from that conversation? Well, um, it's very interesting, because at the, during the same visit, I mean, what I said was, I said, oh, Dr. Graham, just keep praying for Australia. <laughs> Uh, I said, there's a bit of a darkness coming here, the same as there is in America, and and it's it's um, it's a bit congested in terms of pe- people being open to listen to the truth uh, that you get in the Bible as to who Jesus was and who he is, and and so that conversation then led to me um, spending a few more weeks there, and I I was talking to a secretary at the um, at the Cove. And um, she said to me, how how things in Australia? And I said, well, as a matter of fact, um, Franklin has been a couple of times, but it'd be really nice to have a younger Graham come. And so uh, we talked about Will Graham, Billy's grandson, Franklin's one of Franklin's sons. And so uh, she was saying, would you like to meet him? I said, oh, yeah, but he's... He's busy. So she said, well, actually, I'm now his secretary. He's in the office. Why don't you go in? So we got to know each other very well. And so that led to Will coming out here, um, first of all, to Tamworth and Maury and Gunnedah. And then he's been three times since. And he's coming out again to the Western Goldfields in May of this year. And so what, what I gleaned was that the same characteristics that were present with Billy Graham, you know, are there with his son Franklin and are there with Will as well. And um, it's just amazing how God has chosen three generations to continue proclaiming the gospel in this in this dark world of ours. <laughs> it is amazing, and we might use that terminology, a chip off the old block, uh, Will, <laughs> a chip off Franklin, and Franklin, a chip off Billy. Uh, but it is amazing that there is these generations, and they are orators and presenters yeah. of a, a very powerful gospel message. And uh, I imagine uh, that if you look at the three of them, and, and you, you've known the three, uh, do you see any yeah. contrasts in there? Are there things that 
that identify uh, perhaps Franklin and Will in a little bit of a different light to what Billy uh, was characterised. Do you notice any of those sorts of contrasts? Yeah, I do, Neil. In fact, you know, um, in Billy's younger days, he was known for his crusades, wasn't he? That was the key thing. But if you look into the records, you'll find that he was just as interested in natural disasters and helping and flying planes of helping, the same as Samaritan's Purse does today and has done. Um, Franklin, of course, then took on Samaritan's Purse, and that was his focus for many years. And then when his father retired, he took over the dual mantle of, you know, the Billy Graham Association. Franklin is not the same preacher as his father um but i'll tell you the results still come people come to christ it's amazing uh he doesn't draw the crowds but i think that's more of a cultural thing these days i mean people somehow or other don't like going to big christian rallies do they but um the the interesting thing is the the expertise and use of the internet and social media I understand, has led to more people coming to know Christ since Billy stopped preaching than during his whole years of preaching. It is amazing. Not that you want to go on numbers all the time, but it is amazing how the ministry continues on. And very good to reflect on the adaptability there that there has been in the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association because, as you say, as technology changes, uh, cultural ways of receiving the message change, but you're reflecting that even though people might not turn out in droves as they did to see Billy Graham preach, the reach now is actually bigger than it's ever been. It is, you know, with my hope and with... um rapid response team there are about four or five different very significant ministries that continue on that started with dr graham and um uh, you know when franklin comes in 2019 he's going to do a stop in i think all of the capital cities and so that'll be 60 years since billy first came here so we need to be praying that god would really unite the churches with a heart to get people in the pews to make friends with people who don't come to church and perhaps invite them to come along uh, so that we don't have a situation where Christian people go to the you know festival and crusade. We, we want, as in those days, back in the late 50s, non-Christians were flocking and that's what we need to see, isn't it? We do, and let me ask you about another contrast in here, which you've sort of touched on, but I'll just tease this out a little more. When we have someone like Billy Graham, who had the ear of the rich and powerful, the political, the rulers, and at the same time had the ear of the poor and the vulnerable, uh, very few perhaps have reached that level of statesmanship as Christian leaders. But that is something that uh, there's, a, there's a call for people to, if they have the ear of the rich and powerful, to also have a concern for the poor. Uh, how do you see that as reflected in the whole work of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association? Well, it's an interesting observation, Neil, and certainly... Billy had that capability. I think he probably wished he hadn't been so close to some folk like Richard Nixon, but, you know, even after he, you know, made some mistakes, Billy never lost touch with them. Same with the Clintons. He he took them in and cared for them, even though no judgment whatsoever. Uh, Franklin um, is a different personality, but I tell you, he he definitely uh, gets to know 
leaders of countries in his own way and he, he has an amazing effect. And when you come down to young Will, when Will first... <laughs> this will tell you the humility of this family. Will, about three or four times, has rung me up and said, Lee, thank you for believing in me. Can you imagine that? I mean, <laughs> me, just somebody out here. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so we introduced him to uh, the Premier and, and a couple of the members in Canberra and he's got that he's got that winsome personality that I think, given time, uh, he'll he'll continue on in the same way. Just faithful, humble men called by God, and um, there are not many ministries that have seen three generations continue on. In fact, when Billy was getting ready to retire, he said, "Look, I, I, you know, if it's the end of the ministry, I'm I'm happy about that." Lee, I'm going to have to cut in because we're about to go to news, but I want to say thank you so much for taking some time to share your insights and uh, even personal reflections on your meeting with Billy Graham at his 90th birthday. And uh, thanks so much for uh, sharing those thoughts. Uh, As uh, a decade as director of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association in Australia, you've got those connections. Thanks for being with us on 2020. It's an honour, Neil. Thank you very much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.